Well, welcome to your Friday. You're listening to Crooked News, where we bring you crazy news, hilarious history, and the occasional listener story. Look at you. You got it. I'm so impressed. I nailed it. <laughs> Are you reading it? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I brought, No, I did that from memory. <laughs> good. <laughs> you totally called me out, though. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I hope well, everyone. At first, I praised you, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, I can't see her." And then you <laughs> slapped it down. Oh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's all in good oh, fun. Oh goodness! Hope everyone's still doing okay during the quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I I've gone a little off oh, the God, rails. It's not coronavirus. I choked. I choked on my coffee. So. <laughs> God. Uh, Carrie Continue. and I, uh, Carrie and I were just talking. I'm gonna have some fun Patreon content coming out for you guys. Um, I'm going to read mm-hmm. you all a photo essay that I turned in, um, <laughs> for my sociology well, class. Intoxicated. <laughs> oh, I was three glasses of wine and a margarita deep, and <laughs> I turned in a masterpiece. I was super it proud of it. It sounds brilliant. <laughs> The way that you described it, I think it sounds brilliant, and Thank I you. think you're going to get an A+. Plus. Thank you. I, I'm I'm going to take a look at it real quick, because I know it probably looks like shit, <laughs> just because <laughs> I was so fucked up and I was not wearing glasses. I'm, oh, no. I'm just going to give you all a little taste, and the people that are on Patreon will get to see it. I will figure it out mm-hmm. so that you all get to see it. Um. Oh my god, it looks so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Well, you're going to have to definitely, yeah, you're going to definitely have to take pictures of it, because this is not working for a podcast format. (laughs) No, it it does not, but y'all, like, I I somehow went from calling Sigmund Freud a Karen to Westboro Baptist Church (laughs) to Fifty Shades of Grey in the same goddamn essay. So... Yeah. That sounds awesome. Get ready. Get that ready. sounds like the type of thing that when I was a teacher, I would read and be like, this is so fucking funny. You get an A. I love it. Like, <laughs> thank, thank you. you for making me laugh while I'm grading all this other bullshit from your other classmates. <laughs> I cannot wait to see his reaction. I, I'm going to be real. I didn't, I didn't look at the notes until I was actually doing the photo essay. I didn't watch Aww. any of his videos. I tried. I tried so hard, and I could not it's get hard through to it. Stay motivated right now. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. We're all <laughs> having trouble. We're all just doing the best we can. Mm. Honestly, like my my mom is doing online school right now because she's a teacher, and like they're not allowed to set deadlines for anything because people could be sick. People mm-hmm. could, you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's so many variables there. Like they're not allowed to really set a deadline except for the end of the year, you know, That's obviously amazing. Which is in, in a couple months. But um, yeah, they're, they're not allowed to set a deadline. Now, some people are doing like suggested deadlines to mm-hmm. try to like keep people on pace, but like you're not allowed to set a hard de- deadline. Really? Like I have yeah. one teacher that is doing suggested deadlines, but the others are like hard deadlines. Yeah, I mean, college is different, but it's also, I think it's great that they're not setting deadlines because it's Mm going to teach the kids how to pace themselves better. Mm -hmm. I really think this is going to be a great way to teach teach them self-discipline. And I mean, the future of the world is working from home. So Mm -hmm. 
because gasoline ain't going to last forever, guys. So, like, yeah. you know, I think it's really cool. It's going to teach them the discipline that you need to set time aside for school, set time aside for work every day. Mm-hmm. And also those of us who are working from home, we're now having to learn that discipline of, like, you know, I'm working from 8 to 4. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that, I am not working anymore. You know what I'm saying? Because it's so yeah. easy to get caught up, caught up in in, in that hyper-focus and... <clears throat> You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. or to let yourself be distracted and be like, oh, I'm going to take a break. And then that break is three hours long. You mm. still have to maintain your time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, I think it's going to be really good for everyone. My of sleep- course, there's kids that haven't turned anything in and they're going to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, that's how it goes. My sleep schedule has been totally thrown off, but that is also because my focus, like, I cannot focus during the day. I don't know what it is. I have a really hard time doing that at night. That's fair. Like, at night, I am my most productive. Yeah, me too. I I mean, it's... Or I used to be before I, you know, got pregnant and (laughs) useless. (laughs) And I... I'm actually really proud of myself, though. Yesterday, I woke up kind of early, and I wrote um, 11 pages for a story to turn in and turn nice. that in, and I'm actually really proud of it. So I was like, okay, so I can be productive earlier, but, like, how do I keep that focus every day? So I'm trying to you figure that out. You have to have out. a routine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard. You have to have a routine that you stick to and... Mm-hmm. Especially for people like us who find it very easy to cancel on ourselves. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that can be really difficult. So it's hard to not, to not look at the clock and be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's my choice. I'm sleeping till 10. <laughs> I slept until 1230 today. Oh, my God, Kay. To be oh fair, I did not How go to bed up, until 3 a.m., okay yeah that makes more sense so it's not like i, I slept went to for bed. 15 hours i was in bed at 9 30 <laughs> <laughs> because i was in so much pain it felt like my uterus was gonna drop through my vagina oh um and my hips were all gonna fall off i was just exhausted from all of it you know mm-hmm. and um Oh, and I have terrible heartburn because my doctor said I need to eat more meat and protein and all that stuff gives me heartburn. Oh. So it's it's been fun. <laughs> it's been fun. That's what I'm saying that pregnancy is turning me into more of a morning morning person now, though, because mm-hmm. I'm so tired at the end of the day. I don't make it till late at night anymore. Yeah. And then, you know, once you've hit that eight hours, you you wake up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I um yeah. like even last night I woke up at like four because Josh couldn't sleep and he made my head spin so like mm-hmm. he woke up and he was just like irritated because the bed was being creaky and Hamlet was like right up under his feet and he couldn't get him to move oh so he moved to the couch and then I was like oh my god my husband doesn't love me and blah, 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 blah. and I was just like oh my god shut up and go back to sleep and then I couldn't I was too wound up oh <laughs> so I was up for another hour trying to go back to sleep and then I still woke up at eight thirty oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Look at you. So, I mean, I need- I'm happy. I've always wanted to be a morning person. I like watching the sunrise and having a full, like, day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is lovely, but... I need to I give like myself... My days go longer when I, uh, when I wake up earlier. Mm-hmm. 
I need to give myself more of a routine. I think I'm going to try to, like, get to bed at 10 o'clock tonight. I um I was cleaning. At least get in bed and start unwinding yeah. at 10. You know, like, get in bed, mm-hmm. start reading. Um, I was cleaning last night, and, like, I laid down about 1230, I guess, and started reading. Um, I did some devotionals, and I um, was reading about Greek gods because uh, I've been interested. Oh, fun. Yeah, I've been interested in uh, reading up on them. And I found something really interesting in Revelations that I'd never noticed before. Because um, <laughs> I was reading some of that, too. Just, I, I haven't, like, I haven't actually sat Just down and reading. read the whole thing. Yeah. And I yeah. realized that, like, in the first fucking chapter of Revelations, it says that Jesus has the keys to not only hell, but he has the keys to Hades. Which hmm, is weird. really interesting, because <laughs> that opens up a whole new question of, oh. <laughs> There's levels. Yeah. Dante was right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, so that's what we've been doing during the... I started cross-stitching. Drinking. I chose two new stocking patterns. Aww. So I'm going to start cross, I've started cross-stitching, I, and of course they always, because they're Christmas, they always start with a snow puddle in the toe of the stocking, so I've just Aww. been killing my eyes, <laughs> stitching white on top of white, <laughs> and <laughs> super light blue, and blue, and <laughs> I'll have to send you a picture later. I'll post a picture on our, on our Instagram, too, because it's yeah. like, hey, here's what I got done yesterday, and Josh is like, wow, <laughs> you got so much done. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was tired. It's like fuck you. Like it's <laughs> maybe I didn't whole ass it. I could take but <laughs> I could take it outside though. Mm-hmm. Like you can it's I don't know. Once you get in the zone with it, you're just everything fades away and it's a great little coping mechanism. So Yeah. Nice. I'm excited. I think I'm going to play some so. video games today a little bit too and try to get better at those just cuz I've wanted to do that for forever. Yeah. Um, Now's the time, man. Yeah. And I've really <laughs> been considering getting a Nintendo Switch Lite because I found a really good deal on the Lite with the Animal Crossing New Horizons game. Mm-hmm. And I really want it. But Just be careful. Yeah, but... That's just from China. <laughs> I know. But I, but I also am unemployed, so... <laughs> I mean, that's fair. Like, that's fair. I just, you know, make sure you price shop. Oh, well, yeah. Because... Well, like this is the best deal that I've found on it. I've yeah. I've been Josh looking. Josh said he went to Walmart the other day and there were literally no switches. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz everyone was like, "Well, I guess we're home." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told my mom today I was thinking about getting one and she was like, "With what money?" And I was like, "Okay, one, rude." <laughs> Two. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Um, but anyway, what are we here for, Carrie? We are here to bring the masses entertainment. Um, yes. And, I like, I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm sorry we've been talking about COVID so much. But, I like, I, I'm at a point where... I think it's important. Yeah, I think it's important. But I'm also, like, in this camp where I just, I cannot listen to it anymore. I, like, my mom will have uh, Trump and the governor from new york and all of that going literally all day and like she'll she watches andy bashir every night and i just i cannot 
No, I, me neither. I've I've completely shut down. I get my information from her, <laughs> and yep. that's. I, I mean, she she can handle that better than I can, so I let her handle that, and I try to keep my mental health in check because I had a bad breakdown this week, uh, which is also why I'm seeing my therapist this coming week. Um, Yay! <laughs> so I want to bring you guys a little bit of joy. Um, the news. We're also just talk. We're not talking about numbers or yeah. anything. We're literally just cope- talking about how we're coping, yeah. which I think is more important. To be honest with you, yeah. I think it's important to know that everyone's at home and we're all in the same boat and mm-hmm. we're all figuring out ways of what to do. And I just want to say real quick, if you're one of those people who's a parent who has been, <clears throat> who's sorry, that was gross. Um, <laughs> if you're one of those people who's a parent who is having to work from home because you weren't laid off, but you're thankful that you're still working, but now you're also a full-time babysitter for your children, hats off to you. Yeah. Like, I could not imagine that. And hopefully you and your your partner are able to coordinate that to where you can each have some time to yourselves. And mm-hmm. it seems like you're just on duty all the time. And I, I applaud you all. And you are going to come out of this stronger. I just know it. And especially for people <clears throat> who have shared custody of their kids right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there have it's been... Be rough. Yeah, there have been a lot of questions about that to our governor. And it... I mean, hats off to people that are pulling that off. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's um, everybody's everybody's doing their everybody who's doing their part. Hats off to you. Yeah, everyone who's just staying home, you're doing a great job too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course, all the healthcare workers and the cops and the uh, anybody who's still having to go into their factory jobs, anything like that, where you're able to still work and be safe, like. Just high fives. Yeah. High fives to everybody right now. Absolutely. All right. All right. Let's 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 so, laugh about some stuff. So um, <laughs> I am going back to our thought catalog article just because this has been so great and these are so lighthearted. I love them so okay. much. So uh, I think we're going to do about six of them today. Um, okay. And yeah. So number 13, classroom chaos. So in eighth grade, I've, and I thought you could appreciate this. So in, <laughs> so in eighth grade, I used to read during class a lot. At the time, I was reading an Artemis Fowl book, and for some reason, I had two copies of the same book. So one day in my English class, we were reading this other book, which I had already finished reading three days earlier. I was reading my own book, and when it was finally my turn to read, I had no idea where we were. So the teacher took oh, no. <laughs> the teacher took my book away. I found my spot, read the part, and passed it to the next person to start reading. So after I read my part, I took out my second copy of Artemis and picked up right where I left off. Oh, no. (laughs) Skip a few minutes ahead, gets back to my turn to read, and again, I don't know where we are. So the teacher takes a look at me, sees the book in my hands, then back to her desk, obviously confused for a second, but shrugs it off knowing it's me she's dealing with. I've caused similar problems like this before. Takes my second book and puts it on her desk and makes me read my part. Now, my friend that sat two chairs down from me was also reading Artemis at the t- no! same time as me. And with a quick look to oh him, he God. knew exactly what I was planning. <laughs> he took it out and passed it over without hesitation. I opened to a random spot and just pretended like I was reading. At this point, it was just a mess with my teacher. 
<laughs> so skip forward again and my teacher sees me with the book again and says, how many of those do you have? I gave my smart ass remark as enough. She took away that book too. <laughs> <I have> enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. <laughs> she took away that book too. But now at this point, I was out of books and the rest of my class knew it. But the teacher didn't know I was out. So she continued with her lesson and another friend of mine took two of her books and switched out two of the Artemis books on her desk to make them look like they were still there. No! <laughs> what? He passed How? The, he passed the books slowly around the room, one at a time, until they were back to me. Then I took one out, <laughs> opened to a random spot, and just kept it open, waiting to get caught. I silently signaled <laughs> to a few people in the class, and they started laughing. The teacher looked at what they were laughing at and saw me with yet another book. She looked at her desk where there were seemingly five Artemis books and saw me with a fourth. <laughs> She took it, walked oh back God. to her desk, put it down, turned around, and saw me with the second book that got taken back on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, I'm losing my mind. Oh, yes. my God. This is so funny. <laughs> the teacher this is the best prank. Right? This is the kind of prank that's okay to pull. Yes. <laughs> the oh, my God. Because teamwork. Like, this yes. is a team-building exercise. <laughs> the teacher thought she was going to win this game, but underestimated my teamwork with my classmates. So the second she came over to me to take the seemingly fifth book, another classmate took back the two other books from her desk and split no. them up, sending one to me one way and the other another way. <laughs> the teacher was very <laughs> flustered and laughing hysterically at this point, and there were no more. There was no more teaching going on. <laughs> Not. The entire class oh my was God, also it's so funny, right? The entire class was also going ballistic, trying to see who would win. It was just a game of how many books does this eighth grader have? <laughs> <laughs> so how many do you have? Enough. Oh, that's my favorite. Right. So at the end of the class, she thought she had taken 11 books from me. I took pity on her and told her what was really happening. I told her that I had already read the first book and all the teamwork that went on. We were both laughing and making jokes. In the end, she agreed to let me read my own books as long as I kept track of the actual book we were reading. Meaning, I asked the person next to me to tell me when it's my turn and they point out my spot to read so I don't actually have to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Right? I thought But it's okay because they knew they had already read it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's why they're not like in trouble in trouble. Yeah. It's not like they're slacking. They've worked ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Right. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh my god. That's like amazing for everyone involved. That's a hilarious story for the teacher. I'm sure that made her day. Oh yeah. That's a hilarious story for everyone in the class for the rest of their lives. Like that's so awesome. <laughs> Right. It just, these are just so lighthearted. I love them. That was so pure. I love it. <laughs> and now this next one. No one's being malicious. Yeah. No one's being mean. No one's being uh, hateful. Like see, pranks can be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to be at somebody, it doesn't have to be at somebody's expense. Ugh. Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry, I just burped. No, it's okay. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so, Ugh. Victoria's no longer a secret. So my oldest brother, Ethan, doesn't like wearing pants while at home. He wears boxers because he's a gentleman, but refuses to wear pants. 
because I'm a gentleman. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's adorable. Right? Oh my god. <laughs> so one day. Oh lord. Thank you for wearing underwear, good sir. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> I tip my hat to you. <laughs> thank you for not freeballing in the living room. <laughs> So one day we're all just chilling on the couch when Ethan comes in wearing his boxers. My younger brother Eric asks if he can take off his pants too and Ethan says, yeah, just make sure you have clean underwear on. (laughs) Eric leaves the room, goes upstairs, comes back three or four minutes later without pants and my underwear and not just any underwear. Victoria's Secret. My Victoria's Secret. I'm the only girl in the family. Ew! Ethan is is laughing his ass off. Nate, the next oldest brother, is rolling on the floor, and I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? My dad chooses the (laughs) best time to come in with guests when one of his 10-year-old sons is standing in the living room wearing his only daughter's really Victoria's Secrets. Oh, no! His oldest isn't wearing pants, and the other two sons are on the floor dying. The neighbors (laughs) haven't come over since. (laughs) Oh, man, that's so funny. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we're not going to Jerry's anymore. He's got some shit going on with his kids. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh, man. Alrighty. (laughs) One time in sixth grade, we were at recess, and while I was running to my friends, I just so happened to kick a huge rock. Keep in mind, I was wearing flip-flops, so it hurt like hell. And without thinking, I shouted at the top of my lungs, Motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) I love it when kids cuss. Me too. it's so funny. (laughs) And with my (laughs) god-awful luck, my math teacher was sitting at the bench right beside me. He then took me inside to what I thought was yell at me, but he just couldn't stop laughing and sent me back outside with a literal candy bar. He is still my favorite teacher I've ever had. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, my God. Same. Right? Okay, you can't. You can't say that at recess, but here's a candy bar. I'm sure your toe fucking hurts. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's amazing. Right? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, so this was in fourth grade, and I was in this class with all these dumbass kids. Here's the backstory. My parents usually pack me fruit for a snack, but on this day, they packed me, like, half of the leftover Pringles from the day before. You know, in that cylinder (laughs) container. I was really excited (laughs) since I love Pringles. But when recess came around so I could take my Pringles and go eat outside, they weren't in my bag. I started scoping (gasps) the area trying to find my Pringles. I call the teacher. She tries to find them, but she can't either. Then this thought comes to my mind. What if Moira stole it? (laughs) Fuck you, Moira. (laughs) Moira was this chubby girl in my class that literally always wore this purple princess dress that should be classified as a bad Halloween costume and was known for being a bitch. Being the oh no, <laughs> being the judgmental nine to ten year old I was, I straight out concluded that she must have stolen my damn Pringles. I just tell my teacher, "Well, too bad. I'll just go out for recess now." It was just Pringles. Being a little angel, 
So I stomp out of the class and start searching for Moira. I'm talking checking areas, finding witnesses, wasting my time. So after a solid oh, 10 no. minutes, I found a group of these kids crowded at the side of the, one of the portable classrooms. I rush over to see what it is. The kids were eating Pringles. Barbecue flavored <gasps> Pringles. My Pringles. I start no! raging. I start raging as I smack the Pringles out of the kids' hands and start ripping people away from the main source. Oh my god, that's so funny. Just <laughs> smacked the tube out of their hands. <laughs> Fuck you guys! <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. What a bunch of little dicks. Right? And in the middle of all the kids sat a smug-looking Moira with my Pringles. I look all mad and rip the bloody empty container of Pringles out of the damn bitch's filthy hands. By now, even dumbass Ugh. Moira knows what's up. She's a goner. I would have murdered her at the very least, but a supervisor saw us and <laughs> ran over. Moira was forced to apologize, and I was forced to accept her damn apology. I never got to eat my Pringles. <laughs> to this day, I'm sure she fears my cold, dead hands, ready to rip her lying face off. <laughs> what an asshole! Right? Oh my god! <laughs> Who's st- oh my god, don't steal people's fucking food. That's rude. Oh, <laughs> that's so rude. <laughs> yeah, I would have killed her too. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> don't fuck with my Pringles. <laughs> don't touch my fancy snack today. I got junk food for once. <laughs> I'd lose my mind too. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I would too. Especially, it's not. They were looking forward to that all day. Yeah. Oh, it's recess. Oh, God, barbecue potato chips sound amazing right now. Right. I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> why my pa- Why my parents can't take me seriously? So one time I was home alone, and it was around dinner time when I decided to make myself something to eat. I opened the freezer and dug around until I found what appeared to be chicken nuggets in an unopened plastic bag that, for some reason, didn't have any cooking instructions. Thinking that my parents must have thrown away the box for box tops, I called my mom to ask how long and at what temperature to cook chicken nuggets. She told me both of them. I laid out about 20 on a tray and stuck it in the oven, setting the timer before I walked out of the kitchen. When it was almost time to get my chicken nuggets, I walked into a cinnamon-scented kitchen. I searched all over that kitchen, trying to find the cinnamon scent, leading me to the oven. I decided to turn on the oven light to see if maybe my mom had stuck some cookies in the oven and forgot to bake them. But instead, I find that the tray my chicken nuggets were on has cookies on it instead. Oh no! (laughs) As I'm trying- Are they snickerdoodles, I guess? That's so funny. As I'm trying to process what just happened, I hear the front door open and my mom shout delightedly, Ooh, what's that smell? She walks into the kitchen and catches my confused expression. That's when the spark ignited and she realized exactly what had happened. Somehow, in some (laughs) form, I had accidentally baked snickerdoodles. And that's why my parents (laughs) can never take my cooking seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I thought they were chicken nuggets. <laughs> I would be so upset. <laughs> wanting chicken oh, nuggets and so then getting funny. cookies. Oh no. <laughs> and then this It's either the worst night ever or the best night ever. It right? depends on <laughs> I don't like snickerdoodles personally, but they're too sweet for me. But... I love them. I Ugh. love snickerdoodle cookie dough. You no, know, you love sugar. <laughs> I do. It's a problem. You like sweet stuff. It's not a problem. I'm just saying you're a sugary sweet yeah. person. I don't I don't like I don't 
I'm not much for sweet stuff. I have been obsessively looking at lemon cake recipes on Pinterest. I think I'm going to have to make one of them. (laughs) I added some stuff to our drinking board that looks really good. Um, I'm excited. uh, There was one. Sorry. I know this is totally off topic. I pinned it to my baby shower board, which hopefully will still be able to happen. (laughs) And um, it probably won't. It's fine. We can do a virtual one. Yeah. I don't need to talk to people. (laughs) Right. I'm just kidding. Um, But, um, hey, it would be a lot cheaper. Um, But there was one and it was a um it was a lemon cake but it had a layer of blueberry cheesecake in the middle (laughs) that would be amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep there was also a really fluffy lemon rosemary cheesecake that i might with cream cheese frosting that i might uh make that would not last very long in this house josh and i are (laughs) huge lemon heads we both love lemon stuff so <laughs> lemon is so good mm-hmm. especially lemon cake it's usually so moist mm-hmm. and you like cut it with jam in the middle oh, oh yeah oh so god <laughs> that was so good stop you know, you're making me so hungry was i'm so hungry all the time <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite cakes i ever had it was a lemon layer it was a layered lemon cake and then in the middle there was um in between the layers there was raspberry jam and then there was like a whipped cream type frosting like a really light cool whip type frosting on the outside so it was really light and not too sweet oh my god it was incredible that sounds amazing i have no idea where it came from but it, it's haunted me <laughs> <laughs> it haunts me to this day <laughs> same <laughs> I am terrified, though, because I have to send Josh to the store tomorrow to get actual produce. <laughs> and he, he's, he's barely able to get cans. and he just, He's not the person that does the, does the grocery shopping, so he doesn't know what brands of things to get. And it's... <laughs> oh, goodness. But it's okay. He's learning. <laughs> he's learning. He'll learn. He, had to call, he has to call me like every 10 minutes when he's at the grocery store. He's like, okay, now where is this stuff? Now what is this? What does it look like? Where? <laughs> what does this mean on this? <laughs> I call my mom. I just like, if I'm not sure about something she wants, I will call her and be oh, like. That's what he's doing. Yeah, be like. He's just frustrated that he has to do it. <laughs> I, like, I don't care. I don't want to get fussed at when I get home with the wrong thing. <laughs> like, Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, well, like, I mean, like, we don't we don't use sour cream anymore. We use non-flat, non-fat, plain Greek yogurt because it tastes the same and it's way better for you. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I can't find any of this stuff. Where's the plant butter? Where are the tortillas? <laughs> where, where, where are the hot dogs that we usually get? I don't know what anything is. <laughs> oh, Josh. Where's the cheese? <laughs> all of them or did you have more no i have one more okay all right so this is the last one for today um so when i was like nine i have a really adorable story okay (laughs) i'm really excited so when i was like nine i went to this aquarium thinking or i went to this aquarium thing and it was a pretty amusing trip overall but then suddenly i just (laughs) saw i love the aquarium me too but then suddenly i just saw these I just kind of saw these jellyfish without any tentacles floating around in the water and was like, oh, cool. The next day at school, the teacher asked us what we had done over the weekend. Now, normally, I never raise my hand, 
but I did this time. I fucking did it this time. The worst possible <laughs> time. So I raised my oh, hand no. and everyone was obviously shocked to see my hand up in the air. So the teacher said yes. And after confirming the fact that, the fact that she picked me, I said I saw this jellyfish in the aquarium and I thought it was really cool because it didn't have any testicles. And then like the, oh, classroom, no! the classroom just emerged with so much laughter and I had no clue what was going on. So I pleaded my friend oh. to explain what was so funny. I mean, even the teacher Poor was laughing baby. and I was going, what the fuck? So eventually my friend <laughs> oh, no. explained to me. It literally took two hours of convincing. And then, of course, I was pretty embarrassed. <laughs> but the thing is, the fucking teacher then asked me if she could tell this to the other teachers. And that's the story of how I switched schools. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. Learn to laugh at yourself. That's wimpy. You don't need to switch schools over that. Good lord. They were probably Toughen joking. Up. That's so funny. I hope that they're joking. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Right? No, you're correct. Jellyfish don't have testicles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord. That's awesome. Yeah. Those were so pure. Right? Oh, I love that. Thanks. I was, I uh, thought that those were really cute. Yes. All right. Shall we take a break? Yes. All right. Yeah. We're back. Hello. All right. So... On theme with the Tiger King situation that we had. Okay. Uh, that we've all watched. <laughs> yes. I have a truly adorable story. Okay. So, um, and it's British, which makes it even more adorable. Okay. Um, and of course, it's about a tiger. So, Aw, baby. Um, I found this. Yes. It's about a sweet, sweet tiger. So, um, I found this from Mental Floss, of course. Um, this is an article written by Paul Anthony Jones, and it was published in... Oh, excuse me. Ugh. I need a Tums. Um, <laughs> it was published September 20th, 2016, but it has since been updated um, on March 30th, 2020. So. Okay. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm not going to read the title. Okay. Um, I'm just going to dive in. So. All right. So according to World Wildlife Fund, there are more tigers in captivity than there are in the wild. That was the. Um... Oops. Hang on just a second. Oh, you're okay. All right. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I had the door open so that the cat could come in and out if she wanted, but now the dog's back. <laughs> so, okay. Um, but anyway, so that was the whole message for Tiger King was that at the end there were there are more t- tigers in captivity than there mm-hmm. are in the wild. So, um, uh, so this is especially true in the United States where backyard zoos and cub petting operations are successful, if controversial, mm-hmm. businesses. Yes, they're controversial, and no, they should not exist. Okay. Um, (laughs) Big cat ownership is more heavily regulated in the UK than it is in the US, but that wasn't always the case. More than 70 years ago, there was at least one pet tiger living in England. And she's so precious. (laughs) Okay. I just love tigers so much. To the people of Britain... They're so beautiful. Ever since I saw Aladdin, I have wanted a pet tiger, but I'm not going to do that because they're wild animals and that is irresponsible. (laughs) (laughs) But Raja is the bomb. Um, Okay, so to the people of Britain, Holmfirth 
20 miles outside of Manchester, is probably best known as, is probably best, oops, sorry, <clears throat> best known as the picturesque setting of Last of the Summer Wine, the BBC show that ran for a staggering 37 Holy years shit. from 1973 to 2010. 37 years. It's probably yeah. a soap. Um, and is now appropriately credited as being the world's longest, oh no, it was a sitcom. Oh. Damn. It's the world's longest-running sitcom. I'm sure the cast changed 37 <laughs> times. Because that's what they mm-hmm. do in England. Um, but back in the early 1940s, the village was known locally as the home of Fenella the Holmfirth Tiger. Aww. And she's beautiful and so fluffy. Oh, my goodness. Such a good girl. All right, so Fenella's story actually begins more than 8,000 miles away in South Africa, where she was adopted by a family of circus performers and acrobats from Yorkshire. Um, Their last name was Overend, which is hilarious and sounds like (laughs) hobbits. Um, So she was adopted in the late 1930s. Uh, While touring South Africa with the traveling circus in 1939, the Overend family was offered two newborn circus tiger cubs to rear and eventually incorporate into their act. One of the cubs died barely a week later, but the other, given the name Fenella, or Fenny for short, um, survived. Baby. Fenny. She's so cute. (laughs) Uh, the Overins were forced to return to England after the outbreak of the Second World War. They took Fenella home to live with them, albeit after a brief stay in quarantine in the back garden of their house in Holmfirth. Although she had spent, she had a specially built hunt. Sorry, she had a specially built hut and enclosure. The tiger eventually began spending just as much time in the family house as she did in the garden, Aww. and according to her owners, soon became extraordinarily tame. Oh. The family would take her for walks through the village, including past the local primary school, where she became a firm favorite among the pupils. The the local council began to raise questions over just how tame Fenella really was. The sight of her walking calmly while being petted by all the school children as they returned from their lunch break was all it took to quash their worries. (laughs) (laughs) Because she was sweet. And she was a good girl. Fenella was sometimes permitted to run in the fields around the village, where she reportedly made friends with a local cart horse, <laughs> which which is surprising given that she was raised on a diet of horse meat and fish. <laughs> I want storybooks of this. It's so cute. Fish and chips were one of her favorite Aww. treats. Of course it was, because fish and chips is the best thing that's ever come out of England, <laughs> besides Jude Law. <clears throat> She apparently also had a fondness for climbing trees to take a nap and supposedly had a habit of dropping down from the branches and, fairly understandably, surprising passersby. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd just climb up in a tree and then just I jump I love in. it. <laughs> it's so cute. But soon the sight of a fully grown nine-foot sum- Sumatran tigress casually idling her way through the village's cobbled streets became the norm for the people of Holmfirth. Fenella was intended to be a performing tiger. Similar to the cub petting operations that still exist in the U.S., visitors could pay six pence to sit and pet, w- and pet her while the family was on tour. She was also worked into the family's circus performances by staging a mock wrestling match with her owner. Aww. But 
Though the Overins put the big cat to work, they considered her a beloved family pet rather than just another part of their act. Good. Because she's a good girl. Sadly, Fenella died of a kidney infection during one of the family's tours in 1950 when she was just over 10 years old. Maybe. She was buried in the neighbor's garden. I know. She was buried in the neighbor's garden, which was said to be one of her favorite hunting grounds. Fenella is still remembered fondly in and around Homeforth. In 2016, she was a highlight of the Homeforth Arts Festival which celebrated the cat's life with an exhibition of photographs and archival footage of her and the Overend family. Exotic pets might not have remained as popular in the UK as they once were, but Fenella's popularity at least remains intact. And that's it. She was so sweet. Oh, she was so cute. See, they took proper care of her. Yeah, they they took proper care of her, and they trained her well. And that was not the case for the, any of the animals in um, uh, in, in Tiger yeah, no. King, for sure. But I wanted a good story because there was so much mistreatment and it was just so sad. Oh, my God. So I just found the cutest picture of her because I wanted to see what she looked like. Mm-hmm. And she's standing there with this cute little baby. And the little baby, she's uh, she's more like a toddler, but baby. And she has the cutest pants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. She was a good girl. It sounds like her owners really trained her well and really took the precautions necessary. And Yeah, I really you know, loved her. It, I also, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's down to her personality mm-hmm. and it's down to what she's around all the time. And those other animals were not around stable environments or anything like that. That dude was always shooting. And fucking insane. Big cats don't like loud noises like that. So it's just, yeah, there was so much that was wrong with that. And it sounds like they were really the doing one a good that, job. So. The poor tiger yeah. that um, had a fucking seizure because Joe decided to... I know. Do that helicopter bullshit. Yeah, I really don't really like upsetting. Joe Exotic. I'm really glad that he's in jail. Me neither. Yeah. He's rightly in prison. <laughs> there are more that, more people that need to go to prison as well. But, but I, yeah. I am glad that he's... N- but the important thing to remember is yeah. that these people were <laughs> professionals. <laughs> but I'm... And one... You could not go pick up a tiger no. and have the same result. <laughs> but uh, I am really glad that he's actually working with PETA now. I know it's for the wrong reasons, but, like, I think more people will be right. indicted for bullshit. I- yes, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Especially that dude that apparently, um, like, that mm-hmm. was his main investor afterwards. Yeah, Jeff, Lowe. Jeff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's a weirdo and super shady. And no one can put a kitten like that no. in a suitcase and get away with it. So just saying. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you're doing all right with your quarantine. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcricket.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things Cricket, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Cricket. 
To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout-out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye.